Hi there, and welcome to The Works. I'm Ben Peltier. And I'm Ben Che. In this week's show, a touch of religion with an exhibition reflecting on the origins of Judaism and Christianity, and a dance examining the Buddhist path. We also have a group exhibition focusing on the human body in art, and in our studio, flute and piano music from Andrea Griminelli and Amy Z. But we're beginning with that exhibition of objects connected to the history of Judaism and Christianity. Until the 25th of January, the Asia Society Hong Kong Center is home to around 50 rare items in the exhibition, Temple, Scrolls and Divine Messengers, Archaeology of the Land of Israel in Roman Times. Between late 1946 and 1956, around 980 different fragments of ancient texts were discovered in the Qumran caves close to Kerbet Qumran in Israel's West Bank. They are known collectively as the Dead Sea Scrolls. Not all are related specifically to Christian or Judaic traditions, but some are, and among them are the second oldest known surviving manuscripts of works later included in the Hebrew Bible. Among the first seven discovered was the Isaiah Scroll, one of the oldest and most complete of the biblical manuscripts. The original texts are preserved in Jerusalem's Israel Museum, but a facsimile of the Isaiah Scroll is on show at the Asia Society Hong Kong Center until January 25, 2015. Since the discovery of this uh, manuscript, they became one of the most iconic cultural uh, uh, artifacts in modern culture. And being the case at the book of Isaiah is one of the central prophets in Western civilization, so the Dead Sea Scrolls became one of the treasures of modern spirituality. 734 centimeters long, the Isaiah scroll is the second largest of the texts. Written in Hebrew, it consists of 54 columns of writing and includes all 66 chapters of the biblical book of Isaiah. The world owes its discovery and that of the other manuscripts to three Bedouin goat herders who first stumbled upon the cave sometime between November 1946 and February 1947. The scrolls were stored in jars within the caves. The Isaiah scroll was one of the first seven they retrieved. The prophet Isaiah lived in the land of Israel 2,800 years ago, in time of the Assyrian Empire. And for our modern perspective, this is far away from our modern experience of life. But actually, uh, most of the questions that ancient people, they ask about uh, power, about evil, about violence and wars, and the same question that actually we are asking today. So in this sense, I would say that the, the uh, message of an ancient prophet is still relevant for modern people. Home to the Dead Sea Scrolls, Jerusalem's Israel Museum is the largest cultural institution in the state. Its collections include almost 500,000 objects of fine art, archaeology, Judaica and Jewish ethnography and even modern art with some items dating back as much as 800,000 years. Founded in 1965, it is Israel's National Museum, but the significance of its collection goes beyond national borders. And when President Barack Obama in the year 2013 came to Jerusalem, for only 48 hours, he chose to spend two of those 48 hours at the Israel Museum looking at the Dead Sea Scrolls. They tell a story that couldn't be more central to the narrative of monotheism in, in 
the modern Western face that are followed by so many people around the world. When we took President Obama through the Shrine of the Book, and he was amazed to hear the narrative of this scroll. It was a moment of recognition of this kind of continuous flow that begins with Judaism, goes to Christianity, and actually then goes on to Islam. So it is as if Isaiah is a story that shows the way in which these three modern monotheistic faiths all have a very strong and fundamental connection. Among the other 50 key artifacts from the Israel Museum on show at the Asia Society is the Gabriel Revelation Stone that has been described as the Dead Sea Scroll in stone. Gabriel is the first named angel to appear in the Hebrew Bible. The three-foot-tall cracked limestone tablet was discovered 13 years ago on the eastern shores of the Dead Sea. Dating back to the late 1st century BC, it features 87 lines of barely legible ancient text. There is some controversy about its interpretation, with some believing it refers to a messiah rising from the dead after three days, and others saying it refers to an apocalyptic vision of an attack on Jerusalem, in which God appears to save the city. And it tells a biblical narrative, just like the Dead Sea Scrolls, but it's an object. And so it tells the story which is about that trembling moment when Second Temple Judaism reaches its peak and then the temple is destroyed and we're looking at objects that can have as much meaning to the people who will see them here in Hong Kong. For us to be able to bring that from Jerusalem to Hong Kong is pretty special. Turning to Asian religious traditions now, and The Buddha's Path features six local dancer choreographers telling the story of a journey from past to present, accompanied by sounds of the Sanxian and Cantonese opera. The Buddhist Path is an original Buddhist dance production written by the monk Ngawang Kunga Tenzin Gyatso Rinpoche. He says he was initially awestruck by the majestic beauty of ballet, which reminded him of the Buddha Dharma, and that's why he decided to make a Buddhist dance piece. But he doesn't just use traditional dance movements. He wants the performance to be modern enough to relate to today's world. To him, the Dharma is no abstract idea. It is about how people reconnect with their inequality, their innate Buddha nature. Through this dance performance, he hopes to spread the riches of the Dharma. My 
咁所以咧，誒、呃、創作方面咧就要好多元化啦，因為咧每一個角色咧都有佢獨特嘅要求，都有佢一個一個誒氣、呃、質喺裏邊。咁所以如果你話純粹用用一種舞蹈嘅形式咧，係唔能夠表達曬所有其所有角色嘅要求。咁所以喺呢個劇裏邊咧就出現咗有芭蕾舞，係做一種莊嚴嘅美；有現代舞，好。奔放好自由嘅一個感覺，咁亦都有粵劇，因為有啲情節咧，我哋係需要好清楚咁交代俾觀眾知道嗰個故事係發生啲乜嘢。咁所以我哋需要粵劇嘅嘅幫助去將呢個劇唱出嚟。咁亦都有一位三言樂師啦，咁誒為咗令到個劇更加有氣氛啦，誒、呃、緊張嘅情節啦，咁所以咧亦都係會有呢、這個誒、呃、現場嘅伴奏。舞蹈係誒非語言嘅，咁啊非語言嘅時候最好嘅就係話佢放射咗好多唔同嘅一啲嘅能量出嚟，或者我我我我表現一種愛，或者表現一種善，或者惡咁樣，或者表現個人嗰種嘅慾望，甚至我去去嗰種瘋癲狀態，佢非佢唔需要用文字。佢唔需要用説話，咁我哋所以、呃、任何人都可以睇到，都感受到嘅。咁所以舞蹈亦都同佛法亦都好有相近地方，就係話佢用形體、用身體去你感受嗰件事。當我第一次接觸阿旺根格單增加初靈波車嘅時候，佢同我講咗翻好重要嘅説話。佢話其實我可以透過佛法。去繼續延延續我嘅藝術生命，咁所以我記記住呢、這個呢一、這個點，我諗咗好耐，咁我覺得係，其實可以真係一個突破，去去再嘗試再創一個新嘅一個一個領域咯。大家都會認為，哎呀，肯定一啲好傳統嘅宗教戲或者講話講佛法嘅嘢，哇，會好深咁樣啦。咁其實嗰樣嘢，我哋想表達出嚟，唔係一啲好傳統嘅嘢，係一種。好誒、呃、現代嘅意念，然後加埋我哋、呃、用一種簡單，然後容易進入嘅方式去體現呢個佛法係啲乜嘢嘢咯？係一啲中西合璧啦，又有一啲誒過去同現在嘅一啲交合嘅嘢。咁所以咧，我個元素入面咧都放咗一啲、呃、一啲現代嘅一種 expressionism 嘅嘅嘢喺入面嘅。即係你見到個台面入面係有一隻鞋同埋一隻 vintage 嘅高踭鞋，然後仲有一棵菩提樹。咁我將一隻佛嘅腳同埋一個誒時尚嘅高踭鞋放埋一齊。咁點解係時尚高踭鞋呢？其實呢個故事講緊五位女性嘅，即係五個五個現代嘅香港嘅女性點樣去、呃、走呢條佛道嘅路。我哋唔係要一個世界級嘅一個表演嘅，我哋要一個。大家感受到今次我想做嘅嘢，即目的係做啲咩？佢哋可以感受啲嘅心態，甚至去睇到、呃、我哋講緊佛道等呢個心，你點樣正心？你點樣去去睇每一件事？觀眾入嚟見到一個經歷一個喺音樂上啦，喺視覺上啦，同埋對佛教嘅一個新體驗。Almost as long as there has been art, the human body has been a major subject. Sometimes it stands for itself. Sometimes it represents other things or even ideas. 
That's what five artists from different cultural backgrounds are exploring in a variety of media in the exhibition Embodied at Pearl Lamb Galleries. You have until the 10th of January to catch it. Italian Cultural Institute in Hong Kong is to promote, organize, and sponsor events to strengthen the cultural exchange between Hong Kong and Italy. Last week, the Institute helped us introduce to you the jazz drummer Andrea Marcelli. In October, it arranged a free concert by Italian flautist Andrea Griminelli and local pianist Amy Z. In case you missed it, here is a sample. Andrea Griminelli, it's certainly a pleasure to have you here in the studio. My pleasure too. You're on a, a tour of Asia, Japan and China. Yeah. How has it been going? Very, very well. I'm a bit tired, but uh, I was in, in Japan. I did uh, six concerts in Japan. Here we've been to Shanghai, to Guam, and uh, we go to Beijing. And uh, so far, I loved the, the audience, especially uh, yeah, last night was a great concert, and in China also was fantastic. Mr. Griminelli, you've been involved in all, all sorts of different music-making projects yes. throughout your career. Uh, why don't you give us a few of your favorite highlights, maybe the Luciano Pavarotti uh, collaboration? Yeah, well, with uh, Luciano Pavarotti, I did more than 150 concerts in my life, and he was, you know, was, uh, became, he became like a father for me. He was a great mm. uh, personality, and I did many go like in Central Park, 500,000 people, Hyde Park, and the Torre Eiffel, and the Red Square. You know all the the biggest uh, live uh, TV shows in, in the world, and uh, it was a man like uh, uh, today. It's very difficult to find a tenor like that. I don't think this is uh, like Maria Callas, the, the greatest star in the, in the history. Matteo, this is all part of a concert series put together by the Italian Cultural Institute. What can you tell me about that series? Uh, actually, we uh, organize a lot of uh, concerts. Uh, covering the entire spectrum of musical genres from uh, early music to uh, jazz and pop 
And uh, sometimes we also have concerts with uh, uh, instruments we are, uh, which are not uh, commonly seen here in Hong Kong, such as theobo and harpsichord, for example. Actually, we are, we are having a um, very rich program of events, uh, which are all free because uh, we support the idea of uh, free access to culture because we are not a profit-making organization. And we try to uh, reach out to the local uh, communities because uh, our uh, activity is not intended to, uh, uh, to, to reach a restricted circle of connoisseurs, but rather to, the, to, to, to those that really uh, uh, don't have many opportunities to be exposed to Italian uh, culture. If there are people listening or watching this program that are, want to find out more about the, the programs I that you offer? I think that they can, they can Google our name, Italian Cultural Institute Hong Kong. Uh, we have a, a website which is updated daily. And then we also have uh, in, uh, in our website the links to our social networks, Facebook uh, uh, and Twitter and uh, YouTube. So everybody is welcome to, to join our community and uh, receive updates about our uh, upcoming events. Well, it's marvelous to have all of you here in the studio. Uh, what can we get to perform, get you guys to perform here? Yeah, we are going to play one piece by Italian composer Monti and is the Chardash for flute and piano. Thank you. 